Merry Christmas, everybody. We are here for you every day. It is still the 12 days of Christmas countdown. Today is day three. How you feeling? We have a really great treat for you. Justine and I discussed the first of two Friends episodes that we will be covering. Uh, both of them are appropriately holiday-esque. I wanted to give you a little Christmas slash New Year's energy in here. Um, I will continue to be... I will be continuing to post episodes, including RuPaul, uh, Sarah Dustin's How to Deal, and more. So please stay tuned and enjoy this really fun episode with Justine and myself. Bye-bye. Guys, there's uh, somebody I'd like you to meet. Wait, wait, what is that? That would be Marcel. You want to say hi? No, no, I don't. Oh, he is precious. Where did you get him? My friend Bethel rescued him from some lab. That is so cruel. Why? Why would a parent name their child Bethel? Hey, that monkey's got a Ross on his ass. <laughs> Is he gonna live with you, like, in your apartment? Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of quiet since Carol left, so... Why don't you just get a roommate? Uh, I don't know. I think you reach a certain age, having a roommate is just kind of pathet... Uh, sorry, that's, that's pathet, which is Sanskrit for really cool way to live. I didn't bring my jingle bells. I feel so silly. Hi, everybody. Hi, Justine. Hey, 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 hey. We're finally back <laughs> together. It's been so long. I know. Uh, did you get a new mic? I got a new mic. That I can, nice. I can have it in the stand or do like the holding thing, which nice. I do sometimes. So love it. I love that. I like it. That's exciting. Well, uh, as, as I've stated on promos, um, we're really focusing on 2022 being the year that we get more followers, that we become more consistent, have way more guest stars and have like a really fucking bang in Patreon. And we're working on that. We actually have a lot towards that. The Patreon's gonna be stacked by the end of this year. So you can join anytime, but right now Justine and I are working on, we have plans to cover more of Euphoria, um, 
season two starts January 9th. Yeah. And, we and wanted- the episodes are coming out weekly. So we'll just do one by, yes. by every week. Yeah. And my request is that we do the sex lives of college girls. And I think that's also great for Patreon. And it's, it's more lighthearted. So if you're into any of those shows, you know, please consider. Plus, you'll get free merch. So anyway, patreon.com slash coast to coast cocktails. So, but today, yay, it's part one of our holiday special. So we're actually making two holiday specials for you people because you're that special. Um, we decided uh, this year, since the Trailer Park Boys only have one Christmas special and Justine really hated Scrooge. Will they, will they have their <laughs> other Christmas special, but it's like a live one? Like it's oh, in okay. front of like a live audience, like I the tour you. that they do. So yeah, I don't, it's a little I different. don't, I don't, yeah, it's not really, I don't know how we would cover that at all sure sure it's it's not the right medium so what did we do we decided to dig into our hearts and come up with the show that bonds us deeply as females who grew up in the 90s and 2000s and that's friends everybody that's friends good old friends you know it everybody knows it if you say you don't like it i don't really care i I know you're trying to be like cool and impressive and a hipster and that's fine and go be that that's fine i don't care don't at me um i love friends i watched it obsessively as a child i used to vhs record the like the little marathons they would have on like the local cable channels and then just watch those over and over again my mom one time screamed i can't take any more friends Because she was the, so annoyed. The theme song does get tedious it after does, a while. It, it does. It's, it's a you, skip after a while. You can't skip it on a VHS, you know? You just got to listen to it every time. Yeah. Um, but I remember getting the DVDs um, and now watching it on HBO. But getting the DVDs was so exciting because that's when you got to see, like, the cut footage. Like, that little extra bits of cut footage. And I'm realizing there's other shows, including Modern Family, that have finally released those things. So if you watch Modern Family, I don't know if you like it, but it's one of my top five shows and um i've just i've seen every episode so many times that i know i didn't see that one little scene you know what i mean and yeah it, yeah yeah like that one joke didn't make the the air when they aired it so same with friends there's there were all these nuggets that weren't in the original airing and and i just i don't know that's just like very iconic for me anyway we we want to be in this in the christmas spirit so we are we're going to do two episodes for you this time we will be doing season one episode 10 the one with the monkey if you don't remember the monkey you're not a fan um oh shout out to zach he's also a hardcore friends fan um zach told me i'm a monica and zach self-identifies as a chandler so i don't know what that's supposed to be (laughs) but justine said i'm a monica slash phoebe and justine Mm -hmm. you said you're a joey I'm definitely a Joey. I think you're a Joey slash Rachel just because like you like you clean up, you know, you care about like your looks and and stuff. Plus, Rachel has that line later on where she tells us that Paolo named her boobs. And that seems like a pretty Justine thing to do. Right. (laughs) Date a Roman guy who names your breasts. (laughs) I guess so. Um, I still think I'm more of a Joey. No, it's fine. I, I just think it's a fun conversation to have. Of course, Rachel's, as always, Rachel's kind of a bitch, so I don't well, want to be a Rachel. That's true, but I think she matures a lot over time. I mean, they're all flawed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we chose this one for for the obvious reason that it takes place over Christmas and New Year's. Um, but it, in watching it, I realized this is seriously iconic, this episode, because of 
how much is set up in it. Like, first of all, Janice, it, she didn't exist until this episode. They wrote her in as like, oh, some girl that Chandler, you know, gets back together with and then regrets it, but great, breaks up with a lot. I don't know that they ever knew she'd be such a big part of the show. I think she just came on and fucking killed it, you know? And they were like, we got to get that chick back. You know, Janice, everybody. <laughs> Janice is one of the most iconic friend uh -huh. side characters, if not the most the. and probably next to Gunther, Gunther. Or, or equally. Yeah. RIP. Um, so my friend Nick Chenoff, who just came on my main feed Jersey Shore episode. Um, so funny. Love him. His, his boyfriend got a cameo from Janice, Maggie Wheeler. No, I love that. This year. I think his brother got it for him and it was so fucking good. She, it was like one of the longer cameos. She did the Janice voice. It was really funny. That's great. So, love yeah, her. that's another thing in this episode, much like Megan Mullally in the first episode of Will and Grace. She's not doing that. Have a voice like this. She's actually just talking really normal, but then she has the laugh. Mm -hmm. it's still hilarious, you know, and I'm sure they were like, do more with that. I don't know. Do you remember? I don't know if you were a Will and Grace fan, but never watched it. No. Oh, okay. But you know the character, though. Megan I know Mullally. the characters. Yeah. She's like, honey. The first episode, she doesn't talk like that, but they, you know how they shop a pilot and then they change it and everything. Yeah. And also the characters just change over time. Like one of my things with friends is I feel like Joey by the very last season is like way stupider than he ever was. Like this, like this season one, Joey is not stupid. Okay. He just I says like quirky things. And then by season 10, he's like, you know, can't he's a big dummy. His, yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, how is he pulling all this tail now? He's like kind of a silly doughboy. Yeah, I totally. That's how I feel. I <laughs> doughboy. It makes well, it makes a little bit more sense to me with Joey just because he gets older. I mean, but still, I, I get it. It's a cop out. No one just changes their personality like that. You know where that drives me nuts more than anything? Boy Meets World. Eric, he's hot and cool. He's not the best student in high school. Then he goes to college and he's the fucking, he's, duh, duh, duh. I'm the stupid funny guy. I don't know math. You know, it's like, wait, what? I thought, no, this doesn't work for me. It's a completely different person. They might as well just recasted it. Anyway, that's my own chip on my own shoulder. Um, So the premise of this show, and uh, I played the cold open before we started talking. So you already heard, Um, but Ross has a new friend named Marcel. And they never really explain why he's named Marcel. Do they? No. Okay. It's just a name. I never knew if it was a reference to something that I never got. Guys, let me know if, if I'm missing that. Um, is it okay, Marcel so Marcel? Isn't that like a silent artist or something? Or is that Marceau? I'm going to look Marcel, it up. Marcel Marceau, I think. Um there's a funny line where it's where Ross says like, you know, I having a roommate at this age is like kind of pathetic and it's like, ha ha. Cause they're all roommates. Yeah. But so before we started recording, I told you about this guy that my friend met the other Ooh, night. Yeah. So her problem with him was that he still lived at home with his mom. And I was uh -huh. like, Oh, I'd rather have a guy like have a roommate than live at home with his I mom. I would too. As someone who dated someone who lived with his mom and didn't need to and was just like fucking lazy, like, sorry, this person did not need to leave it, live at home and they hated living at home. They just did it because they loved resenting people. Not a good move. And then they just want to <laughs> then they just want to move in with you. And you're like, 
God, no. So yeah, when I met Kyler, he had a roommate, but you know, he, I don't know that he needed one. I mean, he did because of where we were li living. If you want a two bedroom and it was his best friend, Larry. So it was like, it made a lot of sense. Um, and I had a roommate, it was my sister, you know, what else are you supposed to do? It's so fucking hard, at least in California, <laughs> unless your parents are paying for your apartment, like you need that. So anyway, it is funny. He's like, it's kind of pathetic, pathet, which is Sanskrit for really cool way to live. <laughs> like that's the <laughs> joke, which is funny. Um, so I just looked it up. Yeah. Marcel Marceau is a mime. So that must be why he's named Marcel. Cause you know, monkeys don't talk. They mime. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. Um, but he's he's saved from a lab, right? And um, he's a capuchin. And that's, you know, it comes later. This arc continues. It's illegal to have that animal as a pet, as you would assume. Um, but one of, like, the, like, the C plot of this episode is that Marcel and Ross aren't getting along. Basically, is Ross's new roommate. And they're not getting along. And then Chandler goes to to like babysit him and has the best time because Chandler's basically a child <laughs> mm -hmm. and 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 Ross is just like I don't know why we couldn't make it work like talking about it like it's his girlfriend anyway that's towards the end um but it starts out with uh Rachel has a proposition um and she says well she's asking people what they're doing for New Year's and this is a short episode so I'm gonna boost it up with a clip here uh it's short but it's pretty funny i just like chandler's monologue here uh here we go this is two minutes and 30 seconds do you guys know what you're doing for new year's what is wrong with new year's well nothing for you you have palo you don't have to face the horrible pressures of this holiday desperate scramble to find anything with lips just so you can have somebody to kiss when the ball drops. Man, I'm talking loud. Well, for your information, Paolo is going to be in Rome this New Year, so I'll be just as pathetic as the rest of you. Yeah, you wish. It's just that I'm sick of being a victim of this Dick Clark holiday. I say this year, no dates. We make a pact, just the six of us, dinner. Right, sure. Okay, we'll do that. Right. You know, I was hoping for a little more enthusiasm. Uh All right, sorry, I fucked that up. Okay, so anyway, that's the premise, right? Okay, the friends. We're all going to be single for the night. And we're all going to have a time, a fun time at dinner, which is like, you know, that's not going to be how it ends up. Um, but uh, before we move on, Justine, I actually, I'm curious because I don't stress about New Year's anymore, especially now that I'm married. <laughs> but um, do you or did you? I know I used to. It used to be like, really stressful like whether i was single or not like it just felt like oh it has to be like a special moment like which now i'm looking back it's silly it doesn't who cares it's just a day but like i'm just curious about your experience with that i know you had one really bad that i won't mention because it was on after hours i know you had a really that was new year's right that story you told that new year's was actually spent watching friends so full, oh, full circle wow. yeah um if it's let's the just, one that you're talking yeah. about but let's, um yeah just a dumbass yeah i've had i've had a couple shitty new years i've had a couple I've great had a new years i feel years. like new years is one of those times where you know you make this big plan and you hype it up in your head mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. never as good as you 
expect it to be in your head. And it's like one of those things that I always say, the most fun times are the spontaneous ones, the ones that you plan and hype up in your head, never meet your expectations. I agree. Like you plan one little thing, but then it just goes from there. You don't, you don't have this expectation. You're not trying to like manufacture a moment. Yeah. I don't know. I used to care a lot and make it a big thing, but now I'm like, it's literally just like any other day and going out is so expensive. And it's one of those times where the people who never go out, go out. Exactly. And, so and then they're all the mad at everybody all these, else. Yeah. You're at the bar with all these dumbasses. You're paying like $20 for a drink. It's, it's crazy. I, I would just like to, I'm good with staying at home, having a couple drinks, watching whatever <laughs> new year shows on TV this new year's I'll probably just stay in and watch the Miley Cyrus Pete <gasps> Davidson show. Hell yeah. And I'll watch yeah. it with you. We should watch it at the same time. We could have a watch party. We could I want to do, do it. That'd be so fun. Yeah. We're, we're going to be in too. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to go somewhere on the 30th because I got Kyler. Um, well, I got tickets to this thing. Called, it's the art of the brick. It's a, like a Lego exhibit, but it's really cool. Like, like these trans, like they made like full scale, like a full T-Rex scale model of out of Legos and like, you know, different interpretive art and stuff. It's not like, you know, little Lego, Lego kits, but Kyler, that was his childhood was Legos and it's art, which is what he does now. So I got those for part of his Christmas gift and we're going to go on the day before New Year's Eve because I don't want to be in San Francisco on New Year's Eve. Um, so I figured that was sufficient. But like for the past couple of years, we've just been home. The last time I went out for New Year's, I was still bulimic. So it was like 2016 or I think it might have been 2017, the year that I eventually like that I went into recovery. Um, but I re it was fun. We went out, but it was like you said, it wasn't we didn't have a big plan. We all we did was go to my friend's apartment because she was like, hey, everybody hang out. This is before any of them had kids. And we were in Santa Cruz or Capitola or Santa Cruz or whatever. And she was like, and she was like, oh, there's a club around here that we can just walk to and it's not that crowded. So it just happened. We just ended up going there. I'd already been drinking, so I didn't care like <laughs> that it was cold. And then we just had a blast dancing to some random band that we'd never heard of. So that like, yeah, that was awesome. That's truly, you're right. It's when you, the best laid plans are no plans, I think, or very few. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, but the thing about this is it's funny that they, they want to have this formal dinner and it turns into a party. I guess I understand why Chandler said dinner, but you'd think they would have just had like a party already. Like that would have been the original plan, but whatever. It's it's all a device for the plot. So <laughs> many things and friends you just kind of have to look past. Like the mm -hmm. apartment thing is obviously the well, biggest sure. thing. And Even fun Bobby. I saw Friends, the musical parody, um, a couple years ago before COVID, obviously. Never heard of that. No. No. They have they have them for like the office, like every oh big God. TV show like that. And it's just like a musical. Live? Yeah, it's like a musical live and it's just like a parody of the show. So I I I saw the Friends one in Toronto and the I think the very first song they were talking about the apartments, like just ignore the fact that we would never be able to afford these apartments. I mean, the Monica thing is like rent control from her grandma. Obviously, they explain right. that, but the Joey and Chandler one is like, how is Chandler paying for ever anyways? Because we don't even know. Ch it. We never know Chandler's job, right? Oh, God, you're right. It's everywhere. But here, <laughs> damn. I don't know why I've never heard of this. Uh, 
Well, we do know Chandler Bing's job. Well, not for a long time. That's true. Um, all right. Anyways. He's um, a trans bon- monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't Actually, remember what I was going to say. Anyways. Where's Thousand Oaks? I wonder if that's far from me. Uh, I want to go see this, man. Was it good? Yeah, it was hilarious. Okay. So anyways, uh, there's a lot of things in Friends that you have to look past. And this is kind of one of them. It's like sure, people in their mid-20s would never do that. Like on, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And They wouldn't go to dinner. The other the other thing that drives me crazy is Fun Bobby, who we meet in this episode oh, as yes. well. Oh, um, the episode food. where they're like, guys, we drank a lot of wine last night. It's and like it's like bottles. <laughs> three bottles between seven friends. That's like the most unrealistic thing ever. I can drink three bottles on my own. Okay. That's like a glass for everybody and then two leftover glasses. Like if you're pouring little, like actual glasses. Yeah. Um, so in Hawaii, I just got back from my honeymoon in Kauai and we, the last day, last full day we were there, you would have loved this, Justine. We went on a rum tour. It was a tour of this plantation um, that was really, really awesome. It had like, it was kind of a sharecropping situation at this point. It used to be a plantation that a family owned for sugarcane uh, many moons ago, but now there's farmers that are able to use it and they all, and it's just all this exotic fruit and everything you can imagine growing in Hawaii is in this pasture. It's 120 acres as well as like animals. It was really, I love animals. I love seeing them run around and being happy and like free, you know, it's, it's, it's nicer than a zoo. It's no tiger King experience. And also it's just gorgeous because it's fucking Hawaii. So we were in like one of those Jurassic park vehicles, you know, going through the plantation. And then we stopped twice. And the first in each stop, we did it was like a rum tasting of this um kaloa rum which is made on Kauai, and uh just kind of teaching us about the alcohol but then they each stop they made a mixed drink out of the the rum and then all the stuff that they've been picking off the trees and and things that, while we were passing by so it was really cool um and fun and fresh and um when we were there i I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm annoying and I like to participate in things, but I hate being annoying. You know what I mean? So I'll answer the questions and I'll be like, sorry, someone else can answer, you know, but they were engaging. The two guys that led it were hilarious. I really liked them. And, um, Kyler and I just had such a good time. Kyler got tipsy, which never happens. It was so funny. He just kept looking at me going, you're so pretty. (laughs) Anyway. Um, uh, he, I didn't get tipsy because I couldn't drink that much, which is too bad because the guy, once he heard what I did for a living, that I'm a behavioral therapist who works with kids with special needs, he just kept coming over and pouring more rum in my glass. <laughs> like, girl, you need it all. You need it all. <laughs> I was like, That's very sweet of you, but I will throw up. Um, anyway, it was fun. So anyway, whenever we go to quite, oh, my friend Jackie wants to go too. And she said that she Last time she went, she stayed at a place with a swim up bar. So girl, that's where we're going. Okay. You and me mm-hmm. and, and Jackie, we're going to have a girl's getaway. You can bring your, you can bring your girl too. Um, it'll be so amazing. Anyway, uh, Justine and I are going to have our own honeymoon together. So it's going to be great. All right. What were we talking about? Friends, the musical experience. Did you know that it's very expensive? How much did you pay? 
It was not expensive at all. It was yeah. at like such a little theater. It was like probably 40 or 60 bucks each. For well, it's like a hundred dollars now, but it's fine. I'll just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I, I think my friend took me as like a, like a late birthday present or something. Yeah. And, uh, nice. but we probably spent more money on alcohol there than the, than the it's actual probably ticket. The, I would think that's the idea. Although the act doesn't get that, but anyway, um, so mad. I don't have my jingle bells. Remember last year I had my jingle bells. You're probably like, I'm glad you don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. So uh, Phoebe goes on stage here and she sings this hilarious song. My mother's ashes, even her eyelashes. And when it gets breezy, I feel a little sneezy. And excuse me. <laughs> and that's when we meet David. Who is played by Hank Azaria. Yeah. Is that how you say it, Azaria? It is. It's a truly phenomenal actor. Whether you like David or not check him out in anything he is one of those actors that transforms himself and can be anything i think this is him at his most probably most close to himself except mm -hmm. more nerd more nerdy um he's so like seeing... a mixture of himself and and uh science science geek um professor frank who he does he... the voice of i think oh oh yeah you weren't a, you're not a simpsons person okay actually i do know who that is I, I i didn't know that it was hank azaria but he does a ton of voices on the simpsons. he 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 did the voice for apu which he said that he's not going to voice he anymore stopped, because yeah. you know i get after it. after 25 years all of a sudden it's offensive like the simpsons is based on stereotypical characters yeah. no 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 i agree if with you offensive if he's offensive every fucking character on the everything's offensive. offensive and, and look at Anyways. south park at least it's not that <laughs> i could I fucking mean, go into a whole thing that pisses me off i like but how anyways. you think that i'm still i love how you like seem to think that i'm still not allowed to watch this <laughs> i well i know you can watch it now but i'm saying like you have seen... like seen every single episode a hundred no, times not like not, not the way i have with friends no but yeah but i i do watch it i do i have watched it many times often because of kids like clients you know but my mom, I wasn't allowed to watch Friends either. I just figured out a way to sneak it. And then she just kind of forgot that it wasn't allowed. But it's, it's like not inappropriate at all. Um, I didn't get it. It's one of yeah. those things that like the jokes, you they wouldn't go, understand. They go over your head. Yeah. yeah. There's some that I got. I knew they had to do with sex, but that was it. Like I and But was, you didn't like know what it meant. Yeah. And it didn't, it wasn't like, oh, they said a joke that's about sex. I better go have sex. Like that is not how the child's brain works. So I'm no. just... I'm just gonna say so yeah she's singing her song and then um she's you know there's this heated discussion going on at the other table between david and max uh his partner um his science partner and I, this is a very funny scene i'm seriously i'm just trying to make i'm trying to make this i'm gonna bulk up this episode <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna hear her chastise david and then quickly fall in love and then and then we can talk about the whole David storyline. My mother's ashes, even her eyelashes, are resting in a little yellow jar. And sometimes when it's breezy, I feel a little sneezy. And now, I, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, noisy boys. <laughs> is it something that you would like to share with the entire group? No. 
No, that's, that's okay. Well, come on, if it's important enough to discuss while I'm playing, then I assume it's important enough for everyone else to hear. That guy's going home with a note. <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing, I was, I was just saying to my Could friend. you speak up, please? Sorry, I was... I was just saying to my friend that I thought you were the most beautiful woman that I'd ever seen in, in my life. Um, and then he said that you, you said you thought Daryl Hannah, Hannah was the most uh, beautiful woman that he'd ever seen in his life. And I said, yeah, I liked her in Splash a lot, but not so much in, in Wall Street. I thought she had no, kind hard of hard quality. quality uh, in that. And uh, while Daryl Hannah is beautiful in a conventional way, you are uh, luminous with a kind of a delicate grace. Then uh, that, that, that's when you started yelling. Okay. Um, did you ever watch the movie America's Sweethearts? It wasn't like a box office hit, but it had Catherine Zeta-Jones, John Cusack, Julia Roberts, Hank Azaria, and oh, uh, Billy Crystal. A lot of names. Possibly. I think I know what movie you're talking about, but I, Hank, I don't know. Yeah, Hank Azaria's in it, and he plays this like Take the Hispanic man that she leaves, she leaves John Cusack for, for the sexy man. And there's this part, he's just great, the whole movie. And he goes, kisses, give me kisses, and he kisses to her when he walks in. And I say that all the time to the cats. <laughs> I, that's a good movie. We should cover it. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous, but it's great. Um, anyway, Hank Azaria kills it. Obviously, Phoebe's like, I'm going to go over there now. I'm going to take a break, you know. And so they start dating. And then we find out that um, he ha they haven't even kissed yet. It's very romantic, but he's shy. Justine, what do you think about this? I don't know if I could go on five dates with a guy and be like, I want to be with him all the time if he hadn't even kissed me. I mean, call me not old fashioned, but I, I have to. <sighs> Only Phoebe would be into a guy like this. Though, I have anyways. to know that like... you can kiss me well. I have to know. I, I like nerdy guys, but when you're, but not nerdy to like that point well, where it's like, yeah, it's one thing if you're just friends and you're like, oh, I like him so much, but I don't know if something's going to happen between us, but they're dating, you know, they're on dates. So I just mm -hmm. be like the fuck, but you know, he's awkward and you're right. She's just really endeared by him and she's Phoebe. So she can put up with anything, but she's basically like, I want it to be special, which is classic. And this is also, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I know that the pilot of friends because this came out in what 93 this premiered so it was obviously a different time i was five and so you were two so i feel like sorry i lost my train of thought that's completely fine oh, I, I know i know what i was gonna say sorry I might be reading too much into it, but I feel like because the pilot of Friends got a lot of like heat and stuff, it was a different time because Monica had slept with a guy on the first date and that was like wrong and talked about a lot back then. So maybe they were trying to like kind of do the opposite. Like, oh, we've been on six dates and we haven't even kissed. Mm. Maybe mm -hmm. they were just trying to like, like I said, I'm probably just reading too much into it, but I don't know. It's possible. That's what I think about. I think that that scripts are edited constantly because of the way that producers and even advertisers want things to be portrayed. So that's why a lot of people leave shows and movies and they come out and they do their own thing. And now 
you can do that. You can just go to HBO or Netflix or Hulu or whatever the fuck. And, you know, not anybody, but you start your own thing. And that's when you get to actually represent <laughs> what you believe. Uh, yeah, I would be curious to see what the cast felt about that. They do talk a lot in the show, just in general, about how long to wait before you have sex. Are you a slut because you had sex too soon? You know, da da da. It's not the only show, but um, yeah, and also, it's always the there's woman. There's so many like friends moments that just drive me fucking crazy that, like, oh, this oh, would sure. never happen in real life. Oh, like the shenanigans. Yeah. Like the like, like one thing that comes to the top of my head that's always bothered me is when Monica is dating Richard. And it's uh, at the same time that Rachel is dating Ross, who is Monica's older brother. Yeah. And there's this moment where they're both in the apartment at the same time. And they need condoms. And they argue over there's one condom left. And then they yeah. argue over who's going to get the condom. And it's like, you live in all, New York City. Go downstairs, get a condom. Like, First Not even that, but there's no way both of those couples will only have sex if there's a condom involved. Like you're telling me, right. Richard, this old ass man is like, I'm not going to have sex unless we use a con. Like, no, it would just never and, happen. And we historically know that that Monica has a diaphragm because that episode where she says, hi, honey, I think I left my diaphragm at your house. And Ross tricked her because it was mom on the phone. Yes. So yeah. that doesn't work either. Yeah, yeah, I would never fight. I would be like. That's so weird. And I, then also, if I were Monica, I'd be like, I'm not going to give you this condom so you can go and bang my brother. My brother. Yeah, I'm going to go bang my old boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Smoke a cigar with him after. Yeah, Fuck it would be you, weird. It would be so weird. Like, I don't even have a brother. But, like, can you imagine your roommate is fucking your brother? You have to hear your brother fuck. That was another thing that I couldn't stand about the Sex in the City reveal is that they're portraying it that the 17 year old son is having crazy sex in his bedroom on the other side of the wall as his parents and they're just tolerating it like yeah it's fine to let your kid be sexually active but like that's fucking disrespectful and gross and like no you should never subject your parent to that or teach your child that it's okay to like disrespect anybody else that way oh you stepped on my used condom <laughs> oh let's like fucking bang the dead the bed against the, my mom's wall i don't know just weird. yeah that yeah that's kind of weird i mean i can't really say anything though because my mom has probably heard me have sex before when but, i was like if, 20 but did she did she say hey have your boyfriend sleep over in the next room and i'll clean up after you like it wasn't facilitated for you and you were 20 yeah when we lived in our parents houses we all had quiet we all had sex that we hoped no one could hear okay i sorry but it's the premise that they're sitting there going, wow, they're doing that. And I'm not going to do anything about it. like, yeah. I don't care that they're having, I don't care that they're having sex. It's gross that they're like, based, it's almost like they're showing off for their parents, for yeah. the parents. That's what's gross to me. I don't think you were making noise for your mom's sake. <laughs> Ew, no, no, fuck no. Anyways, exactly. let's move on from this. <laughs> That's an after hours conversation. Um, yeah. Where'd my tissue go? Sheesh. So she's yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe brings up New Year and she's like, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. She's like, I want to be with him on special occasions. And Chandler's like, no, 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 no. You want to bring a date? Um, and then, yeah, this is where we find out that Joey's working as an elf. <laughs> um, yes. You know, Marcel's getting into all of Monica's cooking tools and she's annoyed. Ross is making up excuses for him. And then this is where we find out that Chandler is going to babysit. I know. Uh, Marcel as well for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Chandler, like season one, Chandler is so funny. 
He is. All season Chandlers are all, all seasons of Chandler yeah. are funny, but like this season is. Uh, he I don't know. A, I, I really like them in season one so much. He has a lot of great lines and speeches in this episode. Um, like just that one that I played earlier. It's like, man, I'm talking loud. Like I just, it was just really good. I love I, like Smoker Chandler. Like I love in the very oh, first yes. episode, which by the way, he has a Toronto Blue Jays hat on his desk, which is like an ode to him being Canadian. But um, <laughs> he's opening up his his drawer in his office and he has the cigarette going and then he has this the, oh, the yeah. and the fan and then he puts it back and looks around and he does it's it like, again yeah <laughs> that is really funny i've sort of been there not with cigarettes but um with pot like just like i'm just gonna hold my breath really long and then one time i was in the car and i like took a hit off my pen and it's not like my mom doesn't know but we were going to church <laughs> and i was queasy and I had my pen and I took it for the nausea and I didn't know she'd notice. So I was just like kind of holding my breath and then I had to breathe it out. And I was like, it's just for the nausea. Or I was like, if you smell anything, I'm sorry. It's just for the nausea. And she's like, what? Cause she hadn't even noticed. And I was like, just the, and I was doing this and she goes, are you trying to tell me you farted? It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. If you smell something, it's not that. It's just the pen, <laughs> but it's water vapor. It's not smoke because my mom doesn't quite get it. that It's not smoke. Um, so, but apparently she didn't care. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah. So we're at this point where Ross is pissed because shit's not going well with Marcel because Ross thinks it's because he worked too late. Again, very much like a romantic couple would fight over something like this. You just have to bring him here. We're Look, I didn't want to leave him alone, all right? We, we had our first fight this morning. I think it has to do with my working late. I said some things that I didn't mean, and he threw some feces. You know, if you're going to work late, I can look in on him for you. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. But if you do, make sure it seems like you're there to see him. Okay, and you're not like doing it as a favor to me. Okay, but if he asks, I'm not going to lie. He's like, I worked too late. I said some things. He threw some feces. <laughs> but we're working it out or whatever they say. And then it turns out um, Paolo's coming back from Italy. Uh, Monica called Fun Bobby. We'll get into that. Chandler invited Janice, as we know, and now Joey picked up a mom at the elf store at the Santa line. And so Ross is like, so now our 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 pact is turned into everyone has a date but me, you know, and so that's when Rachel's like, we'll throw a party. And that's when I'm like, you would have realistically done that already, like, especially considering people actually showed up, like, you know, you have to lots of people have New Year's parties, you know, you got to like lock that in. Um, and then to add insult to injury uh chandler's like wow we had a blast when i was with marcel that juggling thing is amazing you know and ross is like what juggling thing <laughs> i really like when monica says oh i'm gonna bring fun bobby and then yeah <laughs> and then chandler oh your ex fun bobby and then joey's like you know more more than one fun bobby i happen to know a fun bob <laughs> <laughs> that is a great line oh yeah 
Um, oh, and then Max comes in. Max is uh, David's. He like storms in the coffee he's shop. A, he's such a dick too. Like, um... oh wait, sorry, he's not being a dick yet. He just comes in. She's like, "Do you know everyone?" And he goes, "No." Anyway, <laughs> he drops the ball. Where the ball. is David? Where is to find David? Him. He has such a theatrical face. This man mm -hmm. he looks. He looks like um like. He should be in like Rosencrantz and Gilderstein or something like a Shakespearean situation. Mm -hmm. um, totally. And he's like, "We're going to Minsk. We got the grant. Three years, all expenses paid." You know, some made up, like science project, <laughs> science project, like research project in Minsk, Russia, which is like no one would go. It's it's Russia, right? <laughs> it's like it's like in um, it's like fucking practically in Siberia. It's it's an undesirable place to be. The way they make it sound. And uh so Phoebe's like, okay, fuck. And he's she's like, when are you supposed to leave? He says, January first. So she's in a pickle. Little bat. Yeah, she confronts David and then David's like, okay, well, you know, Max basically is like, We're not oh, going. Dave, David would rather stay back and make out with his girlfriend. And then David's like, you make up my mind for me. And she's like, I can't do that. And he's like, please just make up my mind. She's like, okay, then stay. And then he brushes the stuff off the counter. And she's like, you're getting good at that. And he goes, well, that was Max's stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Because earlier on. Um, well, your mic just got like. Sorry. Earlier, I was moving it away for sound purposes. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was so close to my mouth. Um, Hello. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> earlier, when she was like, are you going to kiss me ever? He there was a whole thing of sweeping the table up. Uh, I can put that in here. Let's see. It doesn't matter. It's not a relevant thing. It's just No, it's just a callback joke. So that's when we, we get to the party. Sorry, I had to cue something up. So we get to the party. And I know, Justine, I promise this is the last thing I'll play on air. It's just very quick, the introduction of Janice. So as we said before, Janice didn't exist until this episode she's just a created character um and i just love that this is her first scene because it's so janice and i was reciting these lines for kyler earlier because i i kind of think i have all of janice's lines memorized in most episodes just because she's so iconic so very short let's meet janice i love this artichoke thing Oh, don't tell me what's in it. The diet starts tomorrow. <laughs> you remember Janice. <laughs> Vividly. Anyway, that was, <laughs> I just love it. And then later on Chandler, she starts taking pictures. She like has a camera and she's like, take pictures of us. Ah! And then, um, there, he's taking all these pictures and he's like he's like okay janice okay janice okay janice like, we gotta talk gets <laughs> all crazy like they're both on drugs or something it's crazy well he actually was but not on set so um Did yeah you remember when he tells her that he's moving to yemen and that he goes like yeah. all the way to the airport and I, he's like, i'm going to yemen they always pick the most random ass places to send people to yemen like i think I that's how that's the only reason i learned what yemen was that yemen was a place because of this show um yeah so he's like already regretting her being there because she's a lot and then joey's 
single mom shows up with her children, which oh, I think you brought your kids. And she's like, that's okay, right? Except that she neglects them. And then Ross brings his wife, Marcel. <laughs> and then Rachel comes in and. Oh my God, I totally forgot Where's about this part until I rewatched it. Oh my gosh. Rachel, honey, my, are you okay? Wait, where's Paolo? Rome, jerk missed his flight. Oh, and then your face exploded? <laughs> no. Okay, I was at the airport getting into a cab when this woman, this blonde planet with a pocketbook, starts yelling at me something about how it was her cab first. And then the next thing I know, she just starts, starts pulling me out by my hair. You know, and then I'm blowing my attack whistle thingy and, and then three more cabs show up. So, as I'm going to get into a cab, she tackles me. And I hit my head on the curb and cut my lip on my whistle. Oh, everybody having fun at the party? Are people eating my dip? <laughs> Jerk missed his flight. And then your face exploded. <laughs> she got in like a fucking fight with some tough New York bitch over a cab and got the shit beaten out of her because she's like, you know, she's Rachel. And it's still season one, so she doesn't really know how to deal with life on her own. It's she doesn't just, know how to live yeah. in the city. Yeah. Know. Without you know, copious amounts of money, right? She's not a gossip girl. She's just there. And uh, so she, <laughs> it's pretty funny though. And so she just, she's trash. She has like a, bu a busted lip. So she's like, is everyone having fun at the party? Are the people eating my dip? <laughs> mm -hmm. And then. Um, Paolo missed his flight. So yeah, she's alone. She's alone. It's, and then I think Fun Bobby shows up, right? Mm -hmm. And then we can talk about Fun Bobby. And, uh, well, there's like a moment, a really funny moment with Joey and his date where the date's like, oh, I've never mentally undressed an elf before. Oh, yeah. And he's and like, Joey's hey, like, oh, you're, you're dirty. And he goes to kiss her and both the kids are just staring at them. And he's like, oh, his bone. You can like it, just feel his boner go down. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he feels bad for the kids. Like, <laughs> that's just sad. Like, like, ew. Can you imagine watching your mom like? just pick up an elf <laughs> yeah the kids just like end up doing coke at the party they just like right they're like i, I guess we i guess we'll just get drunk no one's watching us <laughs> like that's how it happens yeah, cue, exactly. cue the intervention episode 20 years later um anyway the janice is like i lost you here you are take pictures and they're taking pictures and chandler's like kill me kill me now you know and that's when he um tells her oh okay and then fun bobby comes in mm -hmm. um this is our first i actually forgot because it's funny the whole arc of fun bobby which we can explain um you know we find out in another episode the one that justine mentioned where they oh we drink so much and it's three bottles of wine and they realize bobby drank most of it and therefore he's an alcoholic which is also a snap judgment um which is another thing like the whole kissing thing it's like oh if you drink this amount once you're an alcoholic um and but in this episode he shows up and he's unfun and then the last time we see him he's unfun because he stopped drinking so quite the interesting dichotomy um but yeah he comes in and she's like fun bobby and he's like my grandpa died <laughs> mm -hmm. 
two hours before yeah and he's like i can't get a flight so i came here she's like great (laughs) so you know he's crying the whole night and basically what this means is no one has a date and then there's like i don't think i'm am i missing anything that just then they just end up um janice (laughs) i feel like if fun bobby was a real alcoholic he'd be hammered at this party he'd be pounding it yeah yeah the fact that he like likes after someone died that's like the most appropriate time yeah you're allowed to get shit-faced absolutely you can you can yeah as long as you don't risk your own life go for it yeah you know what else you know what else they say is right before your wedding if you're a bride everyone tells you to just drink a bunch Oh, I cannot. I think about that all the time. I'm like, I can never get married sober. Like all those people looking at me, like, fuck. Oh no, I no, no. To be not hammered. at the wedding. Not at the wedding. I mean, before, like in the weeks before, at the wedding. No, I, I did have some champagne in the morning. Well, not the morning, but like the afternoon, getting ready because I was just nervous, and they sent it up. Like they, that's just what they did at the venue. And um, I was by myself for quite a while up there because people were setting up downstairs but then eventually my mom and sister and everybody were there and so we drank some champagne and just hung out up there um but i also ate see i was so queasy and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna eat anything but i need to so kyler who was picking up all the desserts from this amazing bakery he's like okay i'll just get you something from the bakery that i can eat that's gluten-free soy free that's too tempting for you to get to put like pass up and he did and it helped so i had like this really good coffee cake which doesn't sound exciting but it was really good and he got me a chocolate cupcake too so i was just eating sweets and drinking champagne (laughs) before i walked down the aisle i guess it worked but uh i was yeah i was sober and i was crying my fucking eyes out i could not stop crying Uh, i know i cried too and i I cry at every fucking wedding i'm so happy you watch and then but you know what i got it all out of my system because when i spoke and sang i didn't cry at all also i've been practicing that song so fucking much that it was like singing a like a recipe at that point Mm -hmm. which not to everybody else but that's what you have to do like to to just not be emotionally attached to it and to get it right so I think we w- did a good job. I'm s- Larry was so clutch. I'm just off topic now. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it was a good wedding. Um, so yes, fun Bobby, you'd think he'd be drunk. Honestly, you'd think everybody here would be drunk. They're in their 20s and it's New Year's, but they're wearing like suits. Who wears a suit in their 20s? That's what I want to know. That's another thing. It's like, I know that Chandler has a job with suits, but like, do you ever go to a party like at a house and there's guys with suits? No. Yeah, I didn't. Think I so. feel like the women would be dressed up, but um, always, always. I feel but like the guys would be more dressy, but more like jeans with a dress shirt. Yeah, I guess maybe it's style. the era. Did people? I mean, maybe men just that was the style. I don't know. Suits are so. Uh, I don't know. Boring. I don't. I don't know. Like yeah. Kyler has suits. He looked great in his suit for the wedding, but I'm not the kind of person that like thinks that like that's the epitome of like ooh a nice a man looks good when he's wearing a suit you know <laughs> it's I, think, I, could, I think men look good in suits but i'd rather see a man in gray sweatpants totally that's exactly what i mean it's more accessible oh my god by the way don't what? judge me but i started watching coming out colton what's that colton underwood from the <gasps> oh there's a show he has a netflix show called coming oh, out colton and he, in the first watch 10 that. minutes of the I'll first episode that. he comes out to his mom 
And um, I want to watch it because I she read didn't it. know from the news. No, this was bef- the show oh. was before the news broke publicly. Damn, son. That's crazy. So, but I read an article that his dad was upset that he his dad was like i'm not upset that he's gay i'm upset that he came out to me on camera and it's like well if you really didn't care then it shouldn't fucking matter if he told you on camera or not that's just my opinion but yeah um, anyways you you consented to being on camera you know this is part of your child's life and you've accepted that so you can't really pick and choose unfortunately and it's his to tell it's not the dad's to hear it's his to tell exactly i just think i just think that if you're okay with being on camera and you're okay with your kid being gay it shouldn't fucking matter if he tells you on camera do you think it was just a way for him to to be upset without admitting he was upset yeah 100 100 because in the first episode colton even says um colton even says like my dad was more of a coach than a dad to me like Mm. he said that even when he played professionally and he would come Mm. home for the holidays his dad was always talking about like his stats and what he's doing to get better he knew to really never like yeah he said that he's always closer with his mom so anyways i was just gonna say that colton underwood is fucking hot and looks good in gray sweatpants he's so attractive he's so that's how i knew he was gay because i was like okay you're that hot you played in the nfl there's no fucking way that you're a virgin yeah poor guy like, he was just like waiting like maybe the right girl you know like really deep denial probably largely be I think well, he said that he knew he was gay was from when he was like six years old, and he just like Hopes. never, never knew anyone that was like, yeah, like him, like an athlete, like supposed to be manly man type person, right. you know, that was gay. So, but even to, to go all the way to going to being on The Bachelor, I mean, that's like so really internalized. Yeah, exactly. That's like, yeah, that's like, an, yeah, it's whatever. fucked. But it just makes, you know, I feel like there's so many other you know closeted athletes that we don't know oh my god yeah and politicians and on any position i I really like like colton underwood for this and i appreciate him like doing the show and everything because i think that it it possibly could open up to more it doesn't bother me at all like look at yeah like look at aaron hernandez you know what i mean like if that guy really was gay look what people said and like look at what ended up happening to him because of his internalized like i can't come out because of that whole thing was you know that whole thing was insane the the aaron hernandez thing wow yeah um yeah no i agree with you or even if it's not being gay what if it's any other differentness like anything that you don't agree with about an institution or anything that makes you different like it's hard to hang and just be like assimilate and just decide that okay i'm gonna agree with everything that this conglomerate group believes in it's it's challenging um yeah yeah. so anyway uh i'm definitely gonna watch that we we could talk about it if it's worth it um oh just handheld i love it (laughs) david was like making fun of me when i was holding it he's like he's like you look like the weather girl (laughs) Standing outside in the storm. Sing me a song, Justine. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm. I I haven't had alcohol in my system for the past week. It's not happening. Um, maybe later. Maybe let's uh, let's finish this episode off. I just wanted. I just uh had like the. When I said when I said gray sweatpants, I just got like the mental image of I don't know why it was Colton Underwood, but it was in my well, head. You've been with watching gray him. sweatpants on, and he looked good. So, you know, I Let think it's great. The first episode, but I started it. 
I'm, Tan- I'm, I'm going to finish it. I think tangents are our often our money maker. Tangents are our love language. Okay. Yeah, it's the um, glue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, Janice, <laughs> Janice has this line. She takes a picture and she goes, "I love it. I'm going to write reunited in glitter." <laughs> and he's like, "That's when he breaks up with her." And then she says, "What are these times?" <laughs> What is it like one of these times I'm not going to come back or something. It's like really pathetic. Um, And uh, oh, Max, Max announces he's going to go to Minsk without David. Fuck Mm -hmm. you, David. I'm going to go to Minsk and be special. And so Phoebe basically guides David through breaking up with her because he can't do it himself, which is sweet, but also kind of annoying if you think about it. Like. But it's cute in the scene and she sort of acts it out. She's like, you tell me that you have to go. And then I say, no, how dare you? And then you say, I love you, but this is an opportunity I can't miss. You know, you're going to Minsk. Mm, No, I'm not going to Minsk. Oh, you are so going to Minsk. You belong in Minsk. You can't stay here just because of me. Yes, I can. Because if I go, it means I have to break up with you and I can't break up with you. Oh, yes, 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 you can. Just say, um... Phoebe, I love you, but my work is my life, and that's what I have to do right now. And I say, your work? Your work? How can you say that? <laughs> and then you say, um, it's tearing me apart, but I have no choice. Can't you understand that? And I say, no, no, I can't understand that. Uh, ow. Oh, sorry. Um, and, then, and then you put your arms around me. And then you put your arms around me. Oh, oh. <laughs> And um, and then you tell me that you love me and you'll never forget me. Well, I'll never forget you. And then you say that it's almost midnight and you have to go because you don't want to start the new year with me if you can't finish it. I'm gonna miss you, you scientist guy. That kind of a dialogue. What would you do if you were Phoebe in this situation? Like just started dating this guy. So let's say she started dating him like two weeks before Christmas and now it's New Year's Eve. It's like, what would you do? Because you're like, you really fucking like this guy, but he already had his life before you and you know that he would stay back, but you know he would regret it, but you don't want him to like, I don't know what I would do. I would never ask him to stay. It's been like three days. I I would never ask him to stay, but I would be sad. And honestly, I'd probably figure out a way to visit Minsk because I'm, I'm young and and dreamy and I'm Phoebe. Um, And also this is the time obviously before like zoom and Skype and well, it's also like that. And I will, I will say like, it's also pre nine 11. So flying somewhere was really fucking easy. Um, You know, it's true. And if money's no object for any of these people, and the thing is, David comes back once in a while. You know, he doesn't he he makes it through the end of the series coming back in and out. So there's always this will they won't they not in the Ross and Rachel way, but there's always the possibility of David. And I think she's OK with leaving that possibility open. And they're supposed to be 26 right now. You know, it's so young. Mm-hmm. So I would let him go. I would never ask him to stay. Um, I'd be fucking sad for sure. But I think I would. Be, I would I would absolutely 100% be that person that's like, we'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. 
and we probably wouldn't but it doesn't matter because um that's what life's about you know you gotta try shit um do you think that phoebe should have ended up with david or are you happy with her and mike together i like her and mike because phoebe evolved and she evolved and she evolved with mike too i think their relationship is so intimate in a way that hers wasn't with david because with mike she is truly herself and david loves her there's no diminishing that but she it's it was 10 years she grew and david she didn't fit with david anymore you know yeah david's too much of like a dweeb he didn't really change and 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 she was like i don't really want that puttering lifestyle and also i'm in love with mike and i think she loved david but i think with mike she found the kind of love where you're comfortable and that's really hard to walk away from you know or to find so no i actually i like that you asked that because i was thinking about that when i watched this and i said oh she should should she have ended up with david and i thought about that episode where he comes and he proposes i was like no they did a really good job with it though they did a good job explaining that david missed his window and david understood that you know (laughs) and mike understood therefore how important it was to like stop being afraid of marriage and to really honor who phoebe was and what their marriage would be like not what his past marriage was like so i actually think david was a great device for that i love the the bermuda episodes they're some of my favorites i don't care about people that don't like season 10 i don't care i like it i like it all i think that if friends did a reboot sex in the city style which i'm really fucking glad they didn't now oh, that i watched god. the sex yeah i'm glad so they much. just did that reunion thing and not a reboot thank god exactly um i think however if they did i think that phoebe and mike would still be together oh yeah i think they, and, they're and i think that if they weren't that they would be divorced with kids but like still best friends and like yeah. on the edge of getting back together and it would times. only they would only be divorced because phoebe's like a little bit flighty she like wants to like take her kids to honduras or something yeah and then he would he would realize he wants to go with them because being alone and stable isn't what he wants sorry Mm -hmm. cheese anyways this is basically just where the episode ends no one kisses anyone well yeah and the last scene is really great because they're all standing in the kitchen and they're like great we all ended up alone anyway the moment of joy is upon us and everybody's cheering and kissing and then they're like, well, we got three guys and three girls. And Phoebe says, I don't want to kiss anyone. And Rachel says, I can't kiss anyone. And then um, uh, Monica's like, so I'm kissing everyone? And Joey's like, no, you can't kiss your brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then so none of them kiss, but Chandler's like, forget this. Even though he had a date. He's so stupid. Like, he's not stupid, but it's, it's very silly. He's like, someone's got to kiss me. Kiss me. Someone has to kiss me. Kiss me. And then who kisses him? Justine. Oh, you froze. Okay. Joey kisses him. And then it's it's an iconic moment. And um, Joey gives him a big smack on the lips. And Ch- Chandler makes this classic face of like, that you froze. Was I froze this time. Shit. Okay okay there all right well i was just explaining i think it made it on the audio but i can redo it if i need to just explaining that joey kisses chandler <laughs> which isn't that the isn't that really his love his okay, just true love isn't joey chandler's first true love after all excuse me okay we're freezing guys but it's okay because we're at the end of the episode <laughs> mm-hmm. all right um 
Yeah, it's a really fun episode. I love it. It gives me the feels and the vibes. Uh, Justine, what are you doing for Christmas? Um, on Christmas Eve, my brother, my sister-in-law, and my mom and my stepdad are coming over for drinks. Nice. Oh, they're coming over and, to you? That's awesome. Yeah, so that's really fucking cool. So I Yay. can as I want to. Get all festive. Uh, yeah. And yeah. You cut out again. About it. What about you? Well, um, it's the thirteenth today. I got to work this week, but um, on Saturday, I'm headed down to Gilroy to chill with my family. Kyler will still be home for a while because he's got to do stuff, work stuff, but then he's gonna come down and visit, and then um, so I'll be in Gilroy for a week, and you and I can podcast like a lot if you want because I. I won't be working. I'll just be like fucking chilling in my old bedroom, acting like a teenager. So taking lots of baths. So yeah, I'm excited to go there. I haven't seen my family yet after the honeymoon. Um, so I really want to just hang out and be lazy and rest and take a lot of baths and be with them. Um, and then on Christmas Day, we'll come back up and go to Kyler's parents' house because that's where all the my niece, our nieces and nephews will be. So we can hang out with them. Yay. Oh, nice. is your brother is your brother bringing his little baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Oh, you don't have to say it on air, actually. Don't say it on air. <laughs> I know I know it, but you can tell me off air. Um, yeah. The it was really fun. I record when I recorded with Lindsay, my sister-in-law, uh, on Saturday, which you guys heard that episode. Um, actually today it aired. It won't be today anymore when you hear this. But um it was really fun. I know, Justine, you don't like kids, but for me, it was really fun because I got to hang out with the whole family and now I'm part of the family. And it just, not that that like, not like we didn't like each other before, but I don't know if it, it, it was really special and I just felt at home and it was funny with the kids running in and out. And I know what to do with that. Cause that's what I, that's my job. So Lindsay was really happy and it just, it was a really special time with family. So I feel like this season I'm getting like quality time with both families, which is exciting for me. You know, it's kind of like I already had this great wedding and I feel like too spoiled. And then now there's Christmas as well. And I'm just like, geez, I can't believe I get to have Christmas. So kind of just bursting and exhausted at the same time is, is how I am. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so everybody, don't worry. We actually are going to record another episode of Friends. That is a Christmas episode. That will be season two. Um, the episode is called Phoebe's Dad. And that's the Christmas episode for season two. That you're going to hear on Christmas Day. I'm going to release that Christmas Day so that all y'all who have to drive or maybe need to tune somebody out or you're not doing anything big, whatever the reason, you'll have us to listen to on Christmas Day. Yay. And every day up until then. Uh, so keep listening. And keep, uh, please subscribe. That makes a huge difference. If you leave us a review, that's so awesome. And I will send you free merch. Um, just please, yeah, keep listening. Tell your friends and go to patreon.com slash coast to coast cocktails to check out the perks that we have for you. Yay. Okay. Bye, Justine. Thank you. Bye. Oops. I almost ended the meeting. <laughs> Let's just end the recording. Hi, this is Dick Clark live in Times Square. We're in a virtual snowstorm of confetti here in Times Square. It gets bigger and better every year.
little kids. And then the peacock bit me. <laughs> Please kiss me at midnight. <laughs> you seen Sandy? Ooh, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, she's in Monica's bedroom getting it on with Max, that scientist geek. Oh, look at that. I didn't know how to tell you. <laughs> Everybody, the ball is dropping. What? The ball is dropping. In 20 seconds, it'll be midnight. And the moment of joy is upon us. Looks like that no date pack thing worked out. Everybody looks so happy. I hate that. Not everybody's happy. Hey, Bobby. You know, I uh, just thought I'd throw this out here. I'm no math whiz, but I do believe there are three girls and three guys right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't feel like kissing anyone tonight. Oh, I can't kiss anyone. So, so I'm kissing everyone? No, no, no. You can't kiss Ross. That's your brother. Oh, yeah, that's oh, perfect, perfect. So now everybody's going to kiss but me. All right, somebody kiss me. Somebody oh, kiss me. It's midnight. Somebody, kiss, somebody oh, kiss me. It's midnight. It's one time. Yeah. <laughs>